You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, coming at you from the beautiful metropolis of Orlando, Florida. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes out to listen to this episode of the podcast. Big, big thank you to all of you that have left reviews. We've had a bunch of five-star reviews. Those are incredibly inspiring and encouraging for me, so thank you. In addition, reviews are a big, big help in terms of in terms of uh, pushing us up these search rankings. So if you're someone that is willing to do that and you have not yet left a review, please head over to whatever app you're using, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, whatever you're familiar with, leave a review. That would be a big, big help. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Very important uh, question, and that is, why does God seem so much more angry in the Old Testament than he does in the New Testament? Uh, This is a common misconception. People will say, well, God was this mean, bloodthirsty, angry guy in the Old Testament. I even heard a pastor once say the Old Testament was a bloodbath and said it in a way that just kind of demeaned God, I think. And then you have people saying, but God in the New Testament is so nice and loving. And they paint this picture that Jesus is kind of this doormat. Like you just walk over him. He's just the nice guy. He's kind of weak and effeminate. Like That's kind of the picture, at least, that some people try to paint. And I want to say emphatically, that is a gross, gross misunderstanding of the character and nature of God. The Bible makes it very clear that God never changes. This is a clear biblical fact that we see in dozens of scriptures. Let me just point out a few. Uh, The prophet Malachi says in chapter 3, verse 6, you do not change. That is as clear as it gets. The writer of Hebrews in chapter 1 tells us about the throne of God lasting forever and how God uh, rules with justice and uprightness forever. He is the same way. His justice and his judgment uh, comes forth in the same way from generation to generation. Uh, James chapter 1 tells us that God is not like a shifting shadow. He is, there is no variation in him. And then again, the, the one that is the clearest, I think, of all in Hebrews 13, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. There is no changing. So as mean, the moment we begin to talk about God as if, as if he does change, we are now talking about God in a way that is biblically inaccurate. Now, yes, there were definitely lots of moments in the Old Testament where God was angry. Yes, and in many cases, he was passing judgment on people. There were many cases where God passes the death sentence, where he decrees a certain group of people to die because they did wicked things. And God said, enough is enough. It's time for you to suffer the consequences of your own actions. And there are, there are people that would like you to believe that the Jesus of the New Testament is this weak, nice guy that would never do that. And that's simply inaccurate. We see in the Bible very clearly the judgment of God also clear. We see in the book of Acts chapter 5, God strikes dead two people for telling a lie to the church, the the leaders of the church. We see in Acts 12, 
uh, God strikes dead Herod for his actions. We see Paul in Corinthians talking about people that have died because of their uh, abusive uh, approach to the communion table. So like the judgment of God is existent in the New Testament just as it is in the Old Testament. This idea that God was angry and judgmental in the Old Testament and that he's just weak and nice and never punishes sin in the New Testament is a gross misunderstanding. Now, it, there are many more instances in the Old Testament, but it's not because God was angrier. It's because the Old Testament covers more ground. Right? The Old Testament covers a time frame of about 1,200 years uh, of Jewish history. There's a lot more years to cover, and the Old Testament is very descriptive. It's kind of like a history book. It's describing what happened. Most of the Old Testament is like that. Well, the New Testament it only covers a few decades of time per, time period, right? There's not nearly as much ground to cover, so we don't see nearly as much of that. Not because God is more or less angry with sin, but because there's just less time frame. So by nature, we're going to see less events being covered. In addition to that, most of the New Testament is not descriptive of time period. The book of Acts is descriptive of time period. Most of the uh, but most of the New Testament is not like that, right? The Gospels are descriptive. The, the book of Acts is descriptive. But most of the New Testament is actually prescriptive. Like it's teaching us how we should live. And it's not necessarily talking about what God did in the past. He's more, they're more describing how we should live today. And so whenever you have prescriptive writings, you're going to have less history and therefore you're going to see less of those things. Again, it's not because God is more angry. It's that the nature of the writings don't call for the documentation of what God is doing nearly as much. In addition to all of that, it's important to remember that if you think that God's wrath against uh, the sins of certain nations is more severe in the Old Testament, I would highly encourage you to read all the way through the end of the New Testament to the book of the Revelation. And you can see that God's wrath is very clear against nations. His judgment is very clear. God has not changed. Okay, God has always been loving and merciful and kind and gracious always. All right. One of my favorite Psalms is Psalm 103 in the Old Testament, where it talks about God being slow to anger, rich in mercy, abounding in steadfast love. This has always been true about God, and it is demonstrated over and over and over again in the pages of the Old Testament. Simultaneously, God has always hated sin, and God demands that sin be paid for. God demands justice. That's why the cross took place, right? Because the cross pays for sin. At the cross, justice is meted out. All of us have sinned. I've sinned. You've sinned. And God demands that those sins be paid for. God demands justice. You see, the sins that you've committed, they're going to be paid for. They're going to be punished. There's going to be justice for those actions. The question is, are you going to pay for your own sins or has Jesus already paid them for you? Right? Are you going to suffer the consequences for your own sins or has Jesus already suffered on your behalf? God has not changed. He has always demanded justice. He has always demanded that sin be paid for. And God has always been loving and gracious. He has always been looking out for us and seeking to make a way for our sins to be forgiven. God has always been consistent. It is wrong to ask the question, why does God seem so much angrier? The right question is understanding because God is angry, is he angry at me? Is he going to pass judgment on me or have my sins already been paid for? That, my friends, is the question that all of us ought to be asking. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. I sure hope it's been helpful and insightful. If you have a question you'd like to have answered on the podcast, please shoot me an email. The best email address is heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. If you'd like to connect with me personally, the best place to do that is on Twitter. You can find me at Kenneth Ortiz. That's K-E-N-N-E-T-H-O-R-T-I-Z. As always, our intro and outro theme music is I'm Shipping Up the Boston by the great Dropkick Murphys. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm a sailor!